Welcome to another episode of the Proven Grounds Podcast. I'm your host, JTown32, brought to you, of course, by Limitless Lifestyle Crew. Please follow us at Limitless Lifestyle Crew on Instagram and visit the webpage at LimitlessLifestyleCrew.com. I'm pleased to bring you this episode of the Proven Grounds Podcast. I know it's been a little minute since uh, we put out an episode, but of course, just accumulating and watching a lot of basketball over that time. Um, it's definitely been taking place. I got a new microphone. I'm not sure if it's going to make a difference in the sound, but I hope that it does. But I certainly appreciate you all, of course, taking a listen today. What I'm going to talk about today is basically the reign of the public school. The public school in sports, such as basketball, at least, uh, in the state of Georgia. Um and that school is McEachern. Uh, I have ranted and raved about the McEachern squad for quite some time now. Um, even going back to last year, uh, in the year, matter of fact, two years ago, um, watching them when they were a younger bunch, you know, freshmen and sophomores. And you could see the potential and the camaraderie that they all shared on the floor together. But now, as they're juniors and seniors, um, their top players being Sharif, a junior, and then Sharif Cooper, a junior, and then uh, Isaac Okuro, who is a senior on his way to Auburn. And seeing all of that kind of manifest, uh, like I said, into what what I call their, their public school bunch. So um, for them to get the notoriety that they're getting uh, nationwide across the nation and all that love and, and winning these these tournaments that – not a lot of teams can do teams with you know stag rosters can't necessarily do they're winning it with basically five to six players that have all played together um for a lot of their you know younger and teenage lives so i can certainly appreciate it being somebody from a public school and being on a state championship team back in michigan um and winning and being ranked nationally uh as a team i understand how much um even, you know, social media wasn't was not popping like it is now, so it wasn't the Instagrams and all that stuff. But we were in a magazine and around the, the, the Midwest, and we were ranked by USA Today. So I know how good all of this must feel to them. So I'm super happy for the for the kids. But but their story is unique because, like I said, they had been playing together. A lot of these kids have been playing together since they're, you know, seven, eight years old. And to see that maturity... Um, not that I lived here the entire time, but I've seen the maturity, um, you know, YouTube videos, um, old, old pictures, old videos of them playing. And I've been able to watch them personally for about three or four years now. And I can totally see the growth in, in, in them becoming young men and actually, uh, standing out amongst themselves for public school. This means so much because oftentimes the schools that are successful within sports in the high school realm, uh, are the school, schools with the most money and that's that's anywhere basically so you know uh, the schools with the most money um, the schools that are private schools not everyone can uh, get into you know not everyone can get into the schools not everyone can can attend um, and they don't want everybody they got a select hand few especially of us you know black individuals that they'll go out and pick and, and pay for and make sure that we can play um, so to see them on top like they are they're currently ranked number two in the nation uh, a McEachern squad, and I'm going to keep saying it, a public school. They're number two in the nation. But one thing that's unique about this is um, 
they have Jared Jones, who actually transferred from Pebble Brook, which was another public school. And then they have Sharif, Sharif and uh, Isaac. Uh, Alan Breed is coming to, into his own. And then Quinn, Quinn McElroy, I believe, uh, is also uh, a stable, you know, person on in their lineup. He is pretty much like their dead-eye shooter. And a lot of times he'll guard, you know, some of the top guys that are not as big. Um, and the bigger guys are usually guarded by Isaac Okuru. Um and to watch them, they're undefeated. Now, I think last year, if I'm, or maybe not last year, but even the year before, they may have been undefeated. So it may have been last year and the year before that they really started off undefeated up until about 18 and 0 or something like that. Both years they did not win. Um, but you knew two years ago when they were younger, you knew that they would be a team to be reckoned with. Um, they graduated a couple of their friends. Um, uh, they, Bebe Akinbola is actually at Auburn. I don't think he's suited up yet. Um, I've watched Auburn quite a few times because they feature a lot of Atlanta area kids. I don't think he's suited up just yet, but uh, he graduated. Um, and they also graduated um, another one of their, their you know, favorite players who, who played along. But the, the point is a lot of them played together. Now, they did get a transfer last year in one of the top seniors. Um, at that time, juniors in the country from Charles Smith the fourth, um, and he transferred to McEachern. So they were not only a team full of talent, but they also were now getting you know these transfers, these highly sought after transfers. And Charles had left La Lu, which is currently the number one team in the nation, um, supported by Isaiah Stewart and Keon Brooks. Um, he left La Lu to come to McEachern, and. Over the course of the summer, um, this McEachern team is very tight. Like I said, they have been playing together for years, so a lot of them play AU together. Pretty much all of them play AU together. Um, they had coerced um, Charles Smith to actually play with them in the AU circuit. And uh, he played their team as the Athletes of Tomorrow, so AOT. I'm pretty sure a lot of you heard of them. I've talked about them. If I haven't, then somebody else has the AOT and EYBL league nike league um charles played for a couple of tournaments i don't know what happened i think more so it's just like getting shots and getting time because this au team that they had was actually stacked at one time the au team featured pretty much the mckeachern team including uh john wright from north carolina who is uh a, a mcdonald's nominee all-american nominee uh christian brown who of course, was a, a star, a flat-out stud for uh, in South Carolina. And I know Christian Brown from playing with Ashton Higgins and Josh Nickelberry for Game Elite. But they had him last year to uh, actually play with them. And then they also had Charles Smith. So the thing is, it's hard to give minutes. Uh, it, or And let me not forget, Noah Farrakhan even played for a tournament, um, one of the IMG point guards, one of his, you know, he's a highlight film, super athletic guy. Um, he played a tournament or two before switching to Nike Team Florida. But with all of those players, um, as well as, you know, the homebred players who have been playing for years, there were not enough minutes to kind of go around. And a lot of times what you'll see is, you know, them people want shots. They also included Brandon Boston from Norcross uh, who played with them as well. But people want shots, and if they're not getting their shots or they don't feel like their minutes are, you know, enough where they can get into a rhythm, to shine, they'll leave. The uh, the AAU circuit, the travel circuit, is a ruthless place. <laughs> Kids leave all the time. 
I don't think it necessarily hurts them. Uh, Christian Brown did not play in every tournament. Noah Farrakhan left, I think, right after either the first or the second tournament. Um, but Charles Smith actually left and played with Game of League. Christian Brown pretty, pretty much split between playing with his uh, home hometown team with the Uprising Stars or home state team in South Carolina and playing with AOT. Um, but he did not make the trip to, to Peace Jam with them, which I think did, did hurt them. Um, they... Did not fare well in Peace Jam. They, I mean, they didn't do bad, but they didn't make tournament play. And a, a lot of people just around the gym period expected them to make tournament play. Um, and they didn't. So that was disappointing to a lot of people. And I'm sure it was they were disappointed as well. But that's not, that's here nor there. I'm sorry, I'm going down the EYBL ramp. So what happened is McEachern ended up, uh, over the course of the summer, Charles Smith IV decided he was going to transfer out. Uh, he was you know, left the AU team, and he also left the school of McEachern. He transferred to Wheeler. Um, Wheeler is also another Georgia powerhouse. Um, definitely a good team to to watch. Um, so he left. John Wright um, decided he was going to transfer to McEachern. I think he went to McEachern for maybe a week or two or something like that before transferring back home to North Carolina to play for his home school. Christian Brown also transferred to McEachern and literally left, I think, maybe a week into the basketball season for Oak Hill to transfer to Oak Hill, and now he's playing there at Oak Hill. Um, they also lost Devin Gordon to Pebble Brook, and that's one of the homegrown kids, but with him leaving is more so, um, you know, I, I think more so just because he didn't have, he didn't foresee himself, Devin Gordon didn't foresee himself maybe playing a lot since, um, you know, maybe maybe you didn't think he's going to play a lot with all of these new transfers. You know, you get Christian Brown, that's going to be another wingman to play alongside Isaac. Uh, John Wright was definitely going to take guard minutes away from Quinn McElroy um, and 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 Devin Gordon. So um, a lot of kids, you know, they, they ended up losing one of the homegrown kids just because he didn't want to wait around. So you get that 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 that, that kind of happens within the process, and then right before the season start, you lose Christian Brown, who was definitely going to be a a valuable piece for their team. But that has not deterred them at all. The team is currently 19-0 and and ranked number two in the nation by pretty much everyone. Um, Lalu is the only team that they trail. Uh, and, 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 and I think it's crazy to say this, but those – those individuals, those, you know, the, the young men that transferred out may have been the best thing to happen for McEacher. I, I truly believe by losing the star power um, that they did lose within those other players who, um, you know, they weren't from here, not necessarily from, you know, the state of Georgia, but that's what happens. You play AU, you get a close bind, then, you know, you find a way to make it happen and play year round together. But by Christian and uh, especially by Christian and, and, and John Wright transferring out um, and Charles Smith leaving over the summer, what that did was bring this McEachern team back to a place of solace that they understood where everybody has been playing together since they were young kids and everybody knows their role. It is highly important that everybody on a team understand and understand how to play their role within winning because you cannot win. Just because you have talent does not equal wins. Having talent does does not at all equal wins, and and you can hear that on 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 another podcast when I discuss 
Norcross. So listen to this one and also listen to my podcast discussing discussing this year's Norcross, the 2018-19 Norcross team. While they're not bad at all, I think there's some issues with defining roles on that team, which has led to them losing a lot of games that they should not have, you know, taken L's on. But back to McEachern, they everyone on the team understands Sharif is is the go-to guy, the point guard. They understand Isaac is another go-to guy. He's their tough man. He's going to battle it out every night. He's going to guard the best player uh, every night. Um, he guard he he defended Trenton Wofford at uh, the City of Palms, and I don't think I don't even know if Trenton Wofford had double digits, or he might have had just like ten points. And at the time, he was averaging like thirty-eight during the tournament. So. You have to have people with assigned roles. It is highly important, especially within these younger younger uh, leagues. This isn't the NBA uh, where talent can, you know, sometimes just beat hard work and even chemistry. Um, but chemistry is very important for Norcross. Their chemi- or for McEachin, their chemistry is already set. We know we know Sharif is going to get the ball. We know Sharif's going to make something happen. We know Jared Jones is going to rebound. We know he's going to, you know, get his low post moves in. He's going to guard the low post big. We know what Isaac Acrell is going to do on offense and defense. We know he's an athletic freak. We know Allen Breed was has been waiting on on his chance to show the world and and I can say that or show the US because now they're the number 2 team in the country and everyone sees it. He just had 20 points on a nationally televised game against Rancho Christian. So we know Alan Bree has been in the weights. He didn't even play 17 and under for AOT because he wanted to shine and continue to get better. Uh, So he played 16 and under for the most part. He played 17 a little bit, but for the most part, he played 16 to make sure he was improving upon his game and, and what he can provide. So, we know Quinn McElroy, we know he's a shooter. We know he's a knockdown shooter. We know he understands how to play off of Sharif. Like things like that matter. And it's especially going to matter uh, in tournament time in the state of Georgia. Um, I hate to say it, but it might be harder to win a state title in Georgia than it is to be ranked top 25 in the country for for the Georgia teams, at least. Because a lot of these teams are very, very, very good, very advanced. Uh, but winning a state title is not easy. So for McEachin, I'm extremely happy for him. I'm extremely proud. And uh, as someone who's been, like I said, I've been watching them consistently for the last three or four years now to see their development, their growth as a team, um, as young men and, and accepting and winning this spotlight. You know, they're owning the spotlight. They won the City of Palms that included, you know, Oak Hill and IMG. Uh, I think it included Memphis East, if I'm not mistaken. Um They've won the Bass Pro Shop tournament over the weekend. So they won they won Bass Pro Shop over the weekend and then got back to uh I believe it was Massachusetts to take on Rancho Christian, who featured the number one junior in the country and then the number fifteen senior in the country in the Mobley brothers. And they handled them easily, easily yesterday. If you watch the game McKeechan versus Rancho Christian, they handled them easily yesterday. So I, I and I think they currently stand at 19 and 0. Some of their wins include against Holy Spirit Prep, which is also here in Atlanta. Well, who is Holy Spirit Prep? Well, they feature, in my opinion, the number one player in the country in Anthony Edwards. Um, they beat Westlake, who's always pretty good. They have uh, the Hunter brothers. Chase Hunter will be going to Clemson next year. Um, they've beaten Wheeler, uh, which is a rival, of course, um, especially losing one of their 
players to Wheeler. They beat Wheeler handily. They beat Mountain Brook. That included Trenton Wofford. Um, they beat Hotep Charter, who beat uh, Oak Hill. They beat Hotep Charter actually twice. Um, twice in about, what, maybe 14, 15 days. So they, they beat them twice, once in the uh, City of Palms Championship and then in the Cancer Research Classic. Um, they've beaten Finley Prep. They've beaten, uh, like I said, they've beaten uh, Shadow Mountain, which has Jalen House. They've beaten a lot of good teams. And me looking at their schedule, I just, I really don't understand how anybody, at least in the remaining schedule, um, no disrespect to any of the teams, uh, but I don't see how any of these teams will actually beat them. Um, they have, Marietta played them pretty close, uh, but they played them pretty close at Marietta High School. This The next game will be at, at McEachern, so I don't know how that's going to necessarily turn out. North Cobb, they ran through North Cobb. Um, I'm just taking, I'm, I'm just trying to take a look. They haven't, Kennesaw Mountain, they ran through Kennesaw Mountain. And then the final, or they have Hill Grove. I know Campbell is pretty good. They have a, a great guard at Campbell. You should, if you live in Atlanta, you should try to go check them out. Uh, but I just, I really don't see any of these teams beating them. And that's just being, that's just being honest. Um, so they could be on pace to have an undefeated regular season. But none of that will matter if they do not win the tournament, especially with this being the last year for Jared Jones, Isaac Okuru. Um, it's going to, that stuff matters. So being able to say that you, you won a state title, even got to the state title game means a lot. Seeding is going to play a big part in this. Um, there are a lot of good teams. Um, and, and, and that's the scary part of, you know, especially within 7A, there are a lot of good teams. And because McEachern is top heavy, like I said, they play five or six people pretty much, especially against in the tough games. They only play five or six people because they're so top heavy. A lot of things can factor, you know, uh, foul trouble. Um, and, and let me credit this to them. Those those cats are in shape. Like I said, they play all the tough games. There's literally five people playing. And they are playing the entire game against elite talent, not just regular. I'm talking about Division One talent on the other end. So to play at that level for 32 minutes is not easy. 32 consistent minutes, it is not easy. So let me... I definitely want to hang my hat to, to their conditioning. Um, McEachin boys, I'm proud of you all. I, I will continue to watch. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'm expecting big things in the tournament, man. I really am. I, I'm expecting big things in the tournament this year. I know last year did not end the way that you wanted it to. Um, even the year before that, it did not end the way that you wanted it to. So um, I'm expecting to see some big things um, once again. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Proven Grounds podcast. This is the public versus private episode. And uh, as a public school kid, I'm all for the public schools getting their notoriety. McKeachin, the number two team in the nation. Sharif Cooper, Isaac Okuru, Alan Breed, Jared Jones, Quinn McElroy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Check them out. Check them out if you can. Um, they're definitely worth the price of admission. Uh, once again, LLC, the Proven Grounds podcast. Follow the Proven Grounds podcast on at LimitlessLifestyleCrew.com. Uh, also on Instagram, Limitless Lifestyle Crew is the name. JTown32, your host, and I'm out.